What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And yes, this is Marla Tabaka, and you will find me at MarlaTabaka.com. And I am so happy to be here with you today. We have a tasty little show for you. And you know, you might feel some pushback from today's topic. You might not agree with everything I'm saying. And I love that. I love that. I love that because I want to hear from you. And you can always email me your ideas and opinions and thoughts on any topics we talk about here on the Million Dollar Mindset at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. So I have a question for you. Do you think that all entrepreneurs are born leaders? Do you think that everybody who owns a business has that leadership quality within them? Is it an innate ability? Well, I have a little quiz for you today, one that's going to tell you if you are a born leader. Now, leadership is the leading topic on Inc.com, where if you're a regular listener, you know that I write a weekly column. And I'm sure it's probably the same on the other business magazine sites. Why? Because people want to become better leaders. And for most, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for most people to be good leaders. So if you feel that inside... If you feel like, oh, you know, I'm just not cutting it as a leader or I don't want to grow my business because I don't want to lead, that's a huge one. Well, you're not alone. You're absolutely not alone. It's And, and, you know, it's funny because it's a deep, dark secret for most entrepreneurs because, of course, no one wants to admit that they struggle with being a good leader. Here's the thing. Entrepreneurs are visionaries. Now, of course, you know, I'm I'm generalizing here. This isn't true 100%. Nothing is. But in general, entrepreneurs are visionaries. They see opportunity. They design solutions. They stretch their minds to reach breakthrough innovations. But are they always great leaders? Uh Uh-uh. No. It's actually very rare that one innately possesses both the abilities of an entrepreneur and those of an outstanding leader. Does that surprise you? Well, it should. It should. Because I think most people think, well, if you're an entrepreneur, you lead. And if you have employees, you're a leader. Well, I can't tell you how many clients come to me and prospects come to me and people who I interview who really aren't hacking it as a leader. They're just not good at it. Okay, so it's it's sort of view it this way. The entrepreneur builds the vehicle. A leader builds the superhighway on which it travels. Okay, so the entrepreneur may have the idea they can see it 
how to grow it. But a leader can inspire others to to follow and to make that idea happen. The very rare entrepreneurial leader changes our world. Okay. Oh, Richard Branson. I wrote an article over on Inc. this week, um, and I talked about one of Richard Branson's new ideas. Now, it's not actually his idea. He got it from some other businesses who have been doing it a, a long time. But get this. I quoted him as saying that it's pathetic. Basically, he said, it's pathetic that Americans don't get more vacation time. And he says, how, how do Americans get to know their family and learn to have fun if they can't get away but for a measly few weeks out of the year? And he, think that, he thinks that's awful. And he's always worked from a home office. And so he wants to inspire his employees to take more time off. And a lot of companies who are doing this are actually paying employees to take their vacation time because that vacation liability bank, when people save up, is actually costing them money. Now, I know I'm getting a little off topic here, but I just want to to express how, you know, we have these visionary leaders out there, and Branson is certainly one of them. So what he is doing is he is giving an unlimited vacation time policy a go at Virgin. So his employees can take as much time off when they want it. And of course, the caveat is if if your shift is covered or your work is done and you feel comfortable taking the time off. And as I said, he's following suit um, after a lot of companies like Netflix is one of them. Um, Best Buy is another. There, um, Ask.com is another. There are a lot of really great companies that are doing this and they are finding absolutely no abuse of the, I'm calling it a non-policy. So it's just amazing. So he's an example of a visionary leader and, and they are very, very, very rare. And yet business owners beat themselves up for not being visionary leaders. It's not an innate quality in all of us. Just because we have what it takes to to build that vehicle doesn't mean we have what it takes to build the super highway. There is no better or best here, okay? It doesn't mean that you're lacking. We need visionaries as well as the people who masterfully build a following and execute the vision. We need both, okay? So... It's okay. And today we're going to talk about how entrepreneurs who are not natural born leaders can still succeed. You just have to learn to surround yourself with the right people and build your leadership muscles. You know, too often an entrepreneur dances with failure because he or she doesn't think like a leader. And that can change. Okay, that can change. You can work with a coach like myself, and I'd love to hear from you, Marla at MarlaTabaka.com, especially if you're a small business owner who wants to grow your business. You're my ideal client, you know, and, and you can work with a coach and mentors, and you can set up systems to help you to think, I like to say, without a box, because I don't think there should be a box. And... And you can work like a leader, even though you don't always think like a leader. 
Now, I've got a few telltale signs that we're going to go through today that will kind of tell you whether or not you're a natural born leader, okay? That's not a surefire thing. It's just a little quiz here that I put together. And if if you're not, if, if you kind of look at this quiz and think, oh, no, that identifies me. I'm not a natural born leader. Don't fret. Because there are so many ways to improve your leadership skills, set yourself up for success, surround yourself with the right people, and work with people like myself who can help you really become a strong leader. So I have five questions for you today. And the first one is, did you start your business because you'd rather not be around people? You just don't like people. You just don't want to be around them. And so you leave corporate America because you don't want to work with those doofuses anymore. Does that sound like you? Well, I'll tell you what. A lot of entrepreneurs who are introverted feel that way. A lot of entrepreneurs who are very arrogant feel that way as well. So here are a few things to think about if that describes you. If you started your own business mostly because you'd just rather not be around people, you'd rather do it yourself. Leaders attract and develop the troops to lead, okay? So entrepreneurs often feel comfortable being alone in their mission. So it works, but to some extent, it works for solopreneurs, but a successful entrepreneur just doesn't go it alone, okay? So remember, leaders attract and develop the troops to lead. So you have to be able to do that if you want to grow your company. Now, there's, again, another caveat here. If you're a solopreneur, like I am, then... Um, it, it can be okay to do it a little bit alone, but we're going to go into that more later. So here's the thing. If you are of the belief that you don't like to be around people, think it through before you drill that belief system in any deeper. It's possible that it's true, but is it also possible that you didn't get to choose your coworkers of the past and only certain personality types bother you? Does everybody bother you? Do you really not want to be around anybody? Well, unlike in a corporate setting, you get to choose the people who you're associated with when you own your business. So it's much easier to be around people you admire and respect and need to make your company work You'll need an assorted personality bank. And yes, some of those may drive you crazy. They may just drive you absolutely buggy. But as a successful entrepreneur, you won't have to be them around, be around them for long. Think about it. A successful entrepreneur backs away from day-to-day operations. A successful entrepreneur isn't behind the computer all day long. They're out there inspiring and motivating people. So just because you don't want to be around people doesn't mean that you can't be a a good leader. You just might have fallen into a path where you didn't have great people to lead. Also examine if it's possible that you feel uncomfortable around people because your leadership skills just aren't honed. Is that a possibility? 
you don't feel like a leader, you don't believe in yourself enough, you don't trust yourself. And so you remain shy about being around people and putting yourself in that leadership role. Well, when we come back from this break, I'm going to talk about how you can change that and give you some very easy bite-sized steps on, on changing that. Meanwhile, please make sure that you go over to Inc.com and check out this week's article on that vacation unpolicy. So just go to Marla, uh, I'm sorry, Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. You'll see my articles there. And this one is about Richard Branson thinks unlimited vacation time is just the bomb and why you should too. Because I interviewed um, a few people, one gentleman in Canada who is a CEO at a hospital, and they took this on and love it. So go check it out, and we're going to be right back talking about how you can hone your leadership skills in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. LinkedIn, it's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show, Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And so you don't like being around people. Now, if that describes you, oftentimes it can change. You know, as I said, going into break, don't hammer that belief system into yourself based on past experiences where you have attracted and surrounded yourself with people who are truly unlikable for some reason, because most of that is your own stuff. And you can certainly, there are so many things you can do to let go of that stuff and to create 
uh, a new perspective. And yeah, it's work. And being a leader is work. But you have a dream. And to achieve it, you're going to have to do some work. Okay, so oftentimes people are uncomfortable being around others because, you know, they don't want to be in that leadership position or position themselves as a leader for others to judge because they feel they will be judged because they are just not confident in their skills. And it's time to hone those leadership skills. You've got to invest in yourself. You have to. And if you're not building time into every single week, and I mean every single week, no matter what, to invest in yourself, then it's going to take you a very, very long time to become the person you want to become. Now, we're going to talk about whether if you don't want to become that person, we're also going to talk about that as well, because there are some true introverts out there who truly and absolutely never want to be the face of their company, never want to be the leader. And they can succeed also. But I'm looking at those of you and there are many who believe you're introverted or believe you don't like people because of your past. You've got to educate yourself. You've got to invest in yourself. You've got to challenge the status quo like Richard Branson and other CEOs are doing with this this vacation non-policy. And the way that you can do that is by building time in, like I said, every single week to read Read great books. You know, these are the people, these authors are the people I call our virtual mentors. You may never rub elbows with Richard Branson or Tony Shea um, of Zappos or, you know, any of these awesome, awesome leaders who are changing the, the stereotypical company culture. You may never rub rub elbows with them, but you can read their books. You can listen to people, you know, you can listen to them in interviews on various radio shows and news stations. There are just so many things. So choose a few people, maybe three for, you know, for a period of time and then shake it up a little bit and choose somebody else and follow them. Get to know what they're doing. Get to know when they're challenging the status quo and how and get some ideas. Okay. Also, it's really important to attend at least several conferences a year. South by Southwest is a great one in Austin. And, you know, there are just so many wonderful. In fact, if, if you're listening to this on October 6, 2014, by chance, um, there's an article written by one of my colleagues at Inc. at Inc.com uh, listing 14, I believe it is, conferences that every small business owner should go to. So go check that out. And um, if you're listening at a later date, just put that in the search engine at Inc. 14 conferences for small business owners and it should come up. So attend those conferences. You will meet the most amazing people and you will learn the things you need to learn to become a leader. Uh, Listen to podcasts like this where you can learn new things and maybe take on a new perspective and learn a few things about yourself and listen to all the other great shows here on TogiNet Radio and 
work with your coach at least three times a month and sometimes less, but um, at least three times a month. I've got a client right now who's working with me twice a week just for a little while because we need to. And so you want to make sure and have someone who can teach you, guide you, help, you know, challenge you a little bit on your decisions and run through all of your choices and all of the consequences of your choices so that you're seeing the big picture. Now, if you are truly, absolutely an introverted person and you have absolutely no desire to be a leader, uh, a, a leader who's very public, I mean, you know, if you have a business and you're going to grow it, you have to be able to be a boss. But I'm talking about being a true leader here, okay? Well, you know, many introverted entrepreneurs do well in partnerships with somebody who enjoys being in the public role. Because somebody has to be. And choosing a partner is very, very tricky. So again, make sure that you have a guide. Make sure that you have an attorney. Make sure that you bring in your accountant to people like this in making these, these decisions. Your coach, your attorney, your accountant. All these people have experience with this. Partnerships are very tricky. However, if you can bring in somebody who likes to be that um, that in in the public then your company can grow and i have a num i have coached so many people who are partners and have had successful partnerships and one person really is the the big you know big, huge visionary who can attract and inspire people. And the other is the idea person and the person who gets things done. And it works very, very, very well. Now, if you don't want employees and you don't want to step into any leadership role, then you're going to have to choose your business model very carefully and remain a solopreneur. But even as a solopreneur, you don't do it alone. Okay, remember that. You do not do it alone. You have virtual workers, you have assistants, you have coaches, and you have mentors. Very important. So don't think solopreneurs fly solo. Boy, I'm talking a lot and this show time is flying by. So we're going to get to question number two. Do you make well-intended promises and struggle to fulfill them? I'll bet you do, or I'll bet you have in the past. Maybe you've learned to change it, but leaders, you know, leaders keep their promises. And here's why. It's not just about a strong sense of integrity, because a good leader does have strong values and strong integrity, but also because they have the people around them and in place to carry out the promises. So, you know, do you think that somebody who has, you know, 50 employees ever makes a promise and goes back to the office and says, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to carry this through from beginning to end because I have all the time in the world to do it. No, no, they have a support team. So they have time built into their schedule to be able to carry through on their promises. And they have people who can execute much of that. So entrepreneurs too are excited by opportunities and may not always consider the time and effort it takes to follow through on the promises. And you don't always have the support in place that you need. 
you know, entrepreneurs love that bright and shiny object. And so you go to these conferences we're talking about and you meet all these amazing people and, oh, okay, so here's what happens to me. I went to a conference, I don't know, two weeks ago and I met probably a good, you know, out of the hundred people were there, I'd say 10 or 11 approached me and said, I have this amazing idea that we can work on together. And it would just be incredible to have you as a partner on this idea. And, you know, in the past, I might have listened to them and said, ooh, ooh, you know, this is something really cool. I really want to be involved. And I might have said, yes, let's let's get together. Call me as soon as we get home. Let's talk. You know, I might have done that. I don't do that anymore. you got to make sure and pull back from these exciting situations long enough to consider your reality before making any promises. You don't have to say yes to anything right away. Okay, you know, if somebody like absolutely amazing and successful comes up to you and says, I want you on my stage, well, you don't have to say yes to that right away either, but you might say yes a little more quickly. Okay, but you really don't have to say yes, and I don't. I used to jump into that excitement and promise to call them and plan those next steps. And and now I just tell them I'm very flattered. And why don't they send me their idea in an email? And we'll take it from there. And you know what? I probably more than half of those people I knew immediately I was not going to get involved with, uh, with their idea. I mean, it's not that they weren't great people. I just knew there wasn't synergy or they weren't in it for the right reason or just didn't fit with my business model and my vision. And so I said, no, right then and there, I said, you know, my plate is really full and I'm so honored and flattered that you would think of me. I know this isn't something I can take on. So learn to say no and make sure that any promises you make, you fulfill, okay, in one way or another. So here we are at the third question. How are you doing? Are you saying yes or no to most of these? We've got, uh, we've got a few more here. So the third question is, do you take really good care of yourself? Do you? Okay, now, I speak to a lot of very, very successful CEOs, a lot of incredible leaders, and there are times when they sit on the back burner because their business and their vision and their goals and you know whatever is coming up has to has to be on the front burner. There are times. There really in my book there is no such thing as absolute life balance. But many entrepreneurs who are busy running their business day to day fall in the consistent trap of putting themselves last. When was the last time you took time off? Think about it, really. I mean, other than a Sunday to be with your family. I mean, real time off, real time away from the office. Do you eat right or just grab what you can in that allotted 20-minute break that you give yourself? And here's one. Here you go. Because emotional stress and emotional lack of caring is huge. What about the guilt? Oh, guilt is big in in business owners. Guilt is so big. I meet so many entrepreneurs who have guilt. They don't make enough money. They are spending too much time away from the family. They've spent too much of the family budget. They are breaking promises. They're not living up to their word. Oh, guilt is just huge. And we have to work on that. Okay. And when we come back from this break, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. We're not going to go into depth, but 
We're going to talk about that, that emotional caring that you have to give to yourself in order to keep your energy up, in order to stay alert, in order to get happy, and in order to achieve your dreams. And if you're loaded down with a lot of guilt or whatever, whatever name you would give to the negative vibes inside of yourself, anger, some people feel anger, you know, there's, you know, whatever resistance you feel inside yourself, give it a word. We're going to talk about getting through that when we come back from this break. This is Marla Tabaka, marlatabaka.com. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And so here we are on question three of five to determine if you are a natural born leader or not. And it's cool if you're not because we need it all. And this question was, do you take really good care of yourself? You know, leaders, really great leaders, understand if they don't eat well and exercise and, and shed the uh, the emotional baggage as well as they can, they're not setting a good example. And they won't maintain the energy level that they need to lead. And going into break, we talked about that guilt, that resistance, that anger, that fear, whatever it is that you're feeling. Well, fear is, of course, number one. Guilt comes somewhat after that. Whatever it is you're feeling and how much of your emotional and physical energy that is taking up. In the long run, if you stay healthy emotionally and physically, and you know what? I put emotionally first, and here's why. Because emotional stress is such a burden that it leads to physical illness. Any doctor will agree with that. Emotional stress leads to physical illness and ailment, and it it depletes your energy so you don't have the energy to exercise and do the things that you need to do. So I always say emotional and physical health. You'll have the mental energy to release the guilt and much more the stress if you if you do eat right and exercise, but it's kind of a catch-22. So how do you do that? How do you let go of all that guilt because you don't spend a lot of time with the family or all that frustration because you've had a failure or whatever? So there are so many ways. My way, my my little secret weapon, as I call it in my practice, is EFT tapping, the emotional freedom techniques. And I'm not going to go into a whole big explanation of what EFT does, but let me say it. I call it my mini miracle because I see such incredible transformation with people who think one way in a way that absolutely doesn't serve them. And, and help them to create a new paradigm and to break out of that uncomfortable comfort zone that's keeping them tracked. EFT tapping, emotional freedom techniques is amazing. And if you want to know more about it, please feel free to contact me. And of course, journaling. People think, why do I want to write about my problems? Well, journaling isn't all about writing about your problems. There are so many ways to journal. When I really want to spark that law of attraction ability in me, that that ability to manifest something that I really, really, really want, I pretend journal. I kind of just fantasize. I just kind of write as in the present tense as though I already have that very special thing in my life. It's fun. It gets my excitement going. It makes me curious. It makes me want it more so that, you know, the brain and and the filter in your brain, that reticular activating system will open up to the new possibilities and help me to make it happen. But you should also journal about the things that are worrying you because when you see them in writing, they seem less significant. Sometimes I write something down and I look at it and I just say, really? You know, I just spent 20 minutes writing about this fear that this this thing that may happen someday and I think it's real. Well, it feels very real. But as you process it through journaling or even in therapy, all of a sudden it doesn't seem so bad. One of the questions that I ask my clients when they, they, they make a statement that is sort of a global belief type statement, I say, is it really, really true? 
And they think about it and they'll say, well, it feels true. Okay, but is it really true? Well, it could be. And we work from there and we work down to, yeah, this is not the worst thing in the world, even if it did happen and it's probably not going to happen. So journaling can be very, very powerful. Of course, I'm going to throw coaching in there because, you know, I get to experience helping people every single day and I get to experience what it does for their business and what it does for them personally and psychologically and physically. And, you know, coaching, even if I'm not the right coach for you, there are just, oh my gosh, there are so many amazing coaches out there. Think about, I will tell you this, if you don't resonate with somebody right off the bat, like let's say you're listening to this podcast and you've read my ink articles, a lot of people come to me and say, I know you're the coach for me. We just need to talk a little bit, but I'm certain, you know, I'm ready to go. Most people do because of this platform. But if you don't have that opportunity and you don't have someone like that, that you immediately resonate with, although even though you don't know them, interview three coaches, okay, get online, find some resources um, and, and locate some coaches and interview them, ask them if they do complimentary coaching sessions and take advantage of that. Any coach that says they won't spend time with you prior to your purchasing their services is not the coach for you. You want to be able to spend time with the coach personally, not one of their employees, the coach personally. Now, there are also coaching programs out there. And by that, I mean um, something you're going to buy online with recorded modules and workbooks. And those are good for very specific um, tangible outcomes. But if you're struggling emotionally, those are not the programs for you. You need a coach who will meet you where you are. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, perhaps therapy is for you. So there are so many ways to break through that. But mostly, you, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs struggle so much because they don't have a plan and they scatter themselves in a million different directions and it scares them and they get nothing done. So again, a coach can help you create a plan if you're not, if, if you can't do that yourself. You may have a mentor, you may even have a great friend who is fabulous at processing plans. Um, so you can work on it that way too. Okay, here we are at number four. Do you, and we talked a little bit about this in, the, in the, the number three, do you neglect to find time, quality time, to spend with your family and your friends? Do you spend enough time with your family and friends? And I mean, not just maybe from your perspective, but from their perspective. If you have a wife or a husband at home and children at home, do you feel like, yeah, you're really, really enjoying those relationships and spending time in those relationships. And again, remember what I said about life balance earlier. I don't think there is such a thing for as consistent life balance for an entrepreneur. I really and truly don't unless you're an entrepreneur who just has a lot of uh, passive income coming in. You know, maybe you can get to that point. But even those with passive income have to go back and, and um, nurture that funnel. You have to. So, you know, think about 
when you're launching a product or, you know, certain, you know, creating a plan to meet with an, a really hot prospect. Yeah. Okay. You might have to take more time away, but in general, you want to make sure and spend that time. Entrepreneurs with an underdeveloped leadership ability often tend to jeopardize those important relationships. And this is partially due, again, to a lack of systems and support, but also to an inability to live in the present moment. What are you thinking about when you are with your kids? Are you really paying attention? A strong leader not only values personal relationships, but also places a very strong emphasis on developing relationships at all levels. He or she is fully engaged in the presence of others. So they are truly living in the moment. And I just want to take a quick break here because I don't think I've said this. Um, these Some of these uh, bullet points that I'm mentioning and certainly the headers, although they're not in form of, of a question, are on last week's Inc. page. So if you go to Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka, You'll see this article that was published last week, and uh, so you don't have to take copious notes here. So what does living in the moment really mean? Well, it means that when you're doing something or when you're with something, your head is 100% there. So you're not on the floor playing with your child and thinking about all the other things you really should be doing. Do you do that? Yeah. You're not out on a date with your wife or your husband or your your significant other or your boyfriend or girlfriend thinking about all of the other things that are going on in your life. You're there. You're paying attention. So how can you achieve that? Well, if you're not somebody who has lived in the, in the moment and has that ability in the past, you can change. You can create that ability. You can bring that into your life. And to do simple things like spending five minutes a day doing nothing, and I mean just sitting and staring out into space, just doing nothing, can help to train your brain to slow down. Meditation, you'll always hear me endorse meditation. And guided meditations are the best for people who don't meditate on on a frequent basis. So just go online. Oh my gosh, there are probably millions and millions of awesome meditations available online that you can get for free even. So go online and check and find a few that resonate with you and spend time in those. This one's not this one's not easy, but we have to learn to stop worrying, consistently worrying about the future. Worrying is never good, and there are times when all of us worry, I'm sure. But if you focus more in the present and you're in living in the moment, you'll find that you'll worry less. Here's the next one. When you're talking to someone, be present and you can you can train yourself to do that. That that truly to truly truly listen by looking into their eyes, by asking questions, by kind of repeating in your head what they've just said to you. Sometimes I'm guilty. I'm guilty of drifting off. Never in my coaching sessions, but more in a social environment, I'm guilty of drifting off. And so I come back and I start repeating in my head what I'm hearing, and it works wonders. So we're going to hit a few more bullet points and go on to question number five in this final segment of the Million Dollar Mindset. I'll see you back here in a minute. 
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Finally, a show that supports women who are in the midst of a transition in midlife. The show is Second Wind. Here's what certified coach, author, and host of Second Wind, Joyce Buford, wants you to know. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. We all need cheerleaders, someone who's on our side. Second Wind is that program to help women connect with other women, hear other women's stories. In a stressful world. Find power in those stories. Learn to discover your passions and joys again. Create the life you want to live to the fullest. Join us for Second Wind with Joyce Buford, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. On Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. So, we're talking about taking good care of yourself and spending great quality time with friends and family. This is all a part of being a great leader. Uh, trust me, I, when I speak to these amazing people I get to interview and have personal chats with, I mean, Jack Canfield, for instance, you know, his family and his friends and his relationships are so important to him. And you better believe he makes time, a lot of time. Now, he works really, really hard, but he makes a lot of time to spend in those personal relationships. They're just so important. And you can, too, by creating systems by having a plan, by understanding your vision, by having clarity, by reaching out for help. There are so many things that you can put into place. And being in the moment, learning learning to live in the moment is more powerful than you can think of, than you can imagine. So what are some more of the little things you can do? You know, we talked about meditating. We talked about spending time just doing nothing for five minutes. We talked about focusing on the present and put a little space between things. Don't always jump from one thing to the next. You know, I love to get up in my office and just look out into my yard and just take a few deep breaths, just enjoy those breaths, or I'll step out into the yard if it's nice weather, and then I'll come back in, and we're talking two, three, five minutes, that's all, and I get so much more done, because now I'm focused, and now I'm in that pleasure space, that 
that space where I just had a wonderful experience and, and it just gives me energy. Another one, it may sound silly, but if you eat slowly and really be conscious of savoring your food, really be conscious of the taste, it will teach you to slow down in life. And when I say slow down in life, I'm sure you're thinking, well, I got too much to do to slow down. And I can promise you that if you slow down by living in the present, you'll get a lot more done because your head won't be all full of confusing stuff all the time. So slow down, savor that food and savor life. The other day I was taking my morning walk and it was kind of misting outside and I saw some rose bushes that are still in bloom. Now here in Chicago, we're in fall and we're getting temps down into the 30s already. Now today we're back up to the 60s. It's, it's, it's an incredible, beautiful time here. I just love this time of the year. But this rose bush had these beautiful little sparkling spots of water on them, on the roses. And I had to stop my walk and pull out my iPhone and take some close-up pictures of these roses because they just were so beautiful. Now, my immediate immediate response to that idea was, no, keep walking. Keep walking. You have to do this. You have to complete this and and get your walk done so you can get your day gone. I said, no. Uh, and I stopped and I took some pictures. And on another day, I was on my way home and I saw some two little squirrels chasing around a tree on a side street and just having a great time. And I slowed my car down so I could really watch and pay attention to them because stopping to enjoy these simple things will help you to learn to be very present and help you to have quality time in those relationships that are important to you. All right, so I can't believe we're already in the last segment. This is so fun imparting this information to you. And again, you can see notes of this this topic over at inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. Um, and look at the article about whether or not you're, you're a born leader. Not everybody is, believe me, it's actually very rare. So you can learn to be a better leader. And that's what we're talking about here today. So question number five, you, you get confused. Do you get confused or not understand what your employees want to get confused about or not understand what your employees want. Wow. I see entrepreneurs who are so confused by their employees lack of motivation. This is my business and I'm so excited about it. And I want people who feel just as passionate about it as I am. I'll tell you what, it's your business. It's like nobody's going to love your baby as much as you do for crying out loud. You know, nobody's going to love your business as much as you do. But you can inspire and motivate your employees to do the very best they can. And if they're doing that, then you have an outstanding culture. So when you don't understand your employees, understand why they're lazy, why they're not motivated, why they're not getting the job done, well, it's usually because the entrepreneur doesn't know how to inspire them and recognize their efforts in a meaningful manner. And that's a culture that needs to be changed. And I get this a lot. And it doesn't mean that you're not a good person or that you don't care about others. Quite the contrary, because if you didn't care, you wouldn't recognize it. You wouldn't be concerned. Remember, entrepreneurs are inspired 
and leaders inspire others. So you've got to step out of that place of feeling, you know, of those bright and shiny object syndromes and things like that and feeling inspired to act. And remember that you want to inspire others. Be able to put yourself in the shoes of another and recognize what people want and need to feel inspired and motivated. Remember, you're working with different personality types, whether you have employees or not. This can, this can speak to your clients. This can be your vendors. This can be your accountant, your attorney, um, and even in personal relationships. So think about all those different personalities and be aware that people have different needs. So while, for instance, while financial rewards may resonate with some, words and actions are more important to others. And I know I've told this story on the Million Dollar Mindset before, but I tell it often because I just think it's such a great example. I once worked with a gentleman who was who was making seven figures working for a company in the position of sales. He was making seven figures and he was unhappy. And you know what he said to me one day? Marla, I'd give up the paycheck to get what I need from my boss. So we talked about that. And he needed those actions and those words. His boss never stopped and said, you are amazing. Look at what you're doing for this company. His boss never said, I want to take you out to dinner or I want to get to know your family. Now, you don't want to become friends with your employees, but you want to be friendly with your employees. And so that's what he was lacking. He wanted recognition in front of his peers. Remember that salesperson personality, they like that. If you want to hire a good salesperson, that person is going to like to be recognized in front of his or her peers or in front of other others. And this guy said to me, you know, even if I got one of those cheesy little Lucite plaques that said best salesman of the year, that would make me happy. That's all he wanted. He said, I wish my boss would take me out for a hot dog at lunch. That's all he wanted. So he had a boss who was a boss and not a leader. So remember, uh, you've got to avoid that one size fits all approach to being a boss. Okay. Don't just be a boss, be a leader. And again, there are so many, so many books out there on the topic that are amazing where you can learn about different personality styles and different ways to, to make people happy. Well, we can't make anybody happy, but different ways to contribute to their happiness. And one of the very important things that I'm amazed so many entrepreneurs don't do is ask employees what inspires and motivates them. Find out. You know, if you're not talking to your employees, you probably have a problem. You need to talk to your employees. You need to get down in the trenches with them every now and again. Okay. When when I worked for NBC television, our general manager of many, many years, Larry Wirt, an amazing man, still really on the scene here in Chicago media. Um, Larry Wirt had an open door policy and, you know, you could just sit and talk to him. It was fantastic. He went out to lunch with the guys. You know, he played golf with employees. It was wonderful. In- 
a good leader is able to put themselves in the shoes of another and recognize what people want and need to feel inspired. Remember those words. And so avoid that one size fits all approach and customize your approach and your gratitude and your training and your teaching everything to what employees need and want and to their learning styles as well. Don't worry now about being too overwhelmed by too many sets of varying needs because there are only a few likely categories and those are money. Okay, money inspires some people, but it doesn't inspire everybody. I know, hey, I know a guy who left a seven-figure job to go work as a marketing manager at a church, okay? He's making like $32,000, has four kids, is as happy as can be now. So money, words of praise, figure out if they need public or private praise, acts of kindness and gifts and recognition. Those are the things. So there aren't too many different types, different personality types, different types of needs that you're going to run into. So you shouldn't get overwhelmed by it. Now, if you have um, managers who have direct reports, if you're set up to that point already, your managers need this skill and is very, a very important skill set to have. So, Go out there and get them educated on how to recognize different needs in employees. So those five questions again, folks, just to review before we stop. Did you start your business because you didn't want to be around people? Do you make well-intentioned promises and struggle to fulfill them? Do you neglect to take great care of yourself physically and emotionally? Do you neglect to spend quality time with family and friends? And do you not understand what your employees need and want to be motivated and inspired? Check out the article on Inc.com slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. And please feel free to give me a call or contact me through my website. All that information is out there in social and my website. I'm so accessible to you because that's the way I love it. So MarlaTabaka.com. This is Marla Tabaka wishing you a wonderful week and a week filled with learning and growing and achieving and feeling good about yourself, but mostly about living in the moment and being present in everything you do. Put sticky notes all over the place. Be present. Be present. Breathe. I actually have a sticky note on my desk that says breathe, okay? Reminds me to do it. (laughs) Nice, deep, cleansing breaths. This is Marla Tabaka. Thank you for listening to The Million Dollar Mindset, and I will see you here next week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you